This is our fifth and final session on a series called Five Purposes of All Human Suffering. When people cry out, why? Why, oh God, has this happened? We don't usually have answers to the micro why. Why me? Or why not me? Why now, oh God, and not later? Why so brutal and not softer? Why back to back with that other pain? In other words, there, there's hundreds of micro questions that we don't have answers for when we suffer. And therefore, a lot of people make the mistake of saying, well, the Bible doesn't answer the question why we suffer. It does. There are at least five, and I'm sure there are more, there are at least five purposes. All human suffering is meant to lead us to repentance, Luke 13. All human suffering is meant to lead us to rely more heavily upon God, 2 Corinthians 1. All human suffering is meant to refine and take us deeper into righteousness and holiness, Hebrews 12. That's a misprint, 12. Four. All human suffering is meant to build up for us an eternal glory and reward in heaven, 2 Corinthians 4. And now we look at this one, the last one. It's meant to reveal the horror of moral evil, our own sin, human sin. So let's read Romans 8, 18 to 23 after we pray, and I'll try to show you where I'm getting this. Father, as we tackle this perhaps largest of all macro answers, I pray for faithfulness to your word and humility of teachability and reception, and that you would guard us from error and give us the capacity to endure with joy and with faith, honoring you, whatever suffering you bring. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So watch with me now. Paul says, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed to us. For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subject to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. So who did this subjecting? Not Satan, because Satan didn't subject it in hope that the creation would be set free. This is God. God subjected creation to futility. This is part of the curse, part of the fall. God brought the creation into subjection to futility, but he did it in hope that the creation itself would be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. That's where it's all going. For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in, in the pains of childbirth until now. So it's, a, it's as though all suffering is like a woman in labor pains, ready to give birth to the new heavens and the new earth. That's where it's going. God didn't 
consign this world to futility and corruption and the fall as an end in itself, but to take us to the new age, the new world, and not only the creation. So not only is the creation groaning, not only the creation, but we ourselves who have the first fruits of the spirit groan inwardly. So he, he's, he's, Tackling the issue of do, do Christians, the very children of God, participate in the fall and suffer like everybody else in the horrors of cancer and terrible accidents and mutilations and all kinds of diseases? Yes, even we ourselves who have the first fruits of the Holy Spirit grown inwardly as as we eagerly await for adoption as sons, which we have already in measure, but now finally we'll have, namely, the redemption of our bodies. So we're groaning because our bodies need to be redeemed. Now those, what, one, two, three, four, five, six, that's enough, Sufferings, futility, corruption, groaning, pains, groaning. This, this text is about the sufferings of this present time. And it mainly means not persecution, but what happens when our bodies are redeemed and we get to stop groaning because we're not part any longer of the futility and the corruption to which the, the creation was subjected when God subjected it in, in hope. Now, here's my question. Why, why did God subject the material creation, including our bodies, to this suffering when it was our, our hearts that did the sinning? Adam and Eve rejected in their hearts God's authority and God's goodness. They suspected God. They doubted God. They stopped believing God. They didn't treasure God. And their bodies were was simply the expression of what their hearts had already done. So my question is, why does the, the penalty or the um, effect the demonstration of evil falls so heavily upon the creation, the bodies, the pain of our bodies. And here's my answer. How many people in the world wake up in the morning furious and outraged that they are selfish people? How many wake up furious and outraged that they are people who give God 2% of their time instead of 98% of their time, doubting people who don't believe and don't trust and don't treasure God above all things? Almost nobody gets up in the morning outraged at the evil of their hearts. But you strike that person with cancer and Every emotional fiber of their being gets moved, gets angry, gets outraged, gets disappointed, gets discouraged, and realizes how bad, bad, bad the fall is. So what, what's the point? The point is God knows us. 
God knows that he has to touch our bodies in order order for our hearts to be seen as morally outrageously sinful. So let me summarize. Purpose number one for why we suffer. All humans suffer. All human suffering is meant to summon us to repentance toward God by reminding us that we all deserve whatever suffering we're looking at. All suffering is meant to awaken or increase our reliance on God who raises the dead. All human suffering is meant to increase the fruit of righteousness and holiness in our lives. All human suffering is meant to bring about, bring about an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. And all human suffering, as we now just see in Romans 8, is meant to reveal with inescapable external force, namely the involvement of our bodies, the horror and outrage of internal human sin. Every time we see some physical or feel some physical outrage, some horrible disease eating away a person's gut or face, and we just cringe, we feel like throwing up, we should transmute that, translate that into the outrage at sin, at moral evil, because the physical effect of the fall is designed to portray the non-physical, internal, real outrage against God, which is our sin in not treasuring God above all things.